Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jay here for Stratford Paddock. This is the Paddock Podcast, and I am joined today by two absolute titans of the Manchester United fan base. I've got with me Joe Smith. How are we doing, Joe? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? I like the top. Fernandez, fire, damn right. And also, he doesn't need an introduction, but I'll give him one anyway. Mr. Andy Tate, how are we doing? I'm all right. A titan. Wow. A titan. (laughs) An absolute colossus (laughs) eh, of the. More of of a short ass. I'm shrinking now. Listen, let's not beat around the bush. A lot of pundits have been chatting utter rubbish mm. about some yep. of our players. Um, the usual suspects when it comes to the pundits, you can see them behind me, Jamie Carragher, Graeme Souness. Mm. Yes, there's a connection there, obviously. They've been talking about your Lissandro Martinez's today mm. and previously. Um, so we're going to have a little chat about that. We're going to look at what they've said. Souness has been at it again today on TalkSport, almost doubling down on his nonsense. And we're also going to have a look at, you know, how wrong they are, why they're wrong. Because it's easy to sit here as a United fan and go, oh, well, you just got it wrong. But the comments that have been made, especially when it's about minors, and it's not just him, we'll get to some others as well, have been pretty wide of the mark. Mm. And I just don't understand how anyone who's paid to watch football can watch what they've seen from Lissandro Minas and come to the conclusions that we've heard from the likes of Carragher and especially from Graeme Souness today, who's doubled down. Shall I give you some of the quotes so you can give me your reaction to them? We'll start with Graeme Souness. Now, today, Graeme Souness on TalkSport, speaking about Martinez, he's had a little bit bit of a thing with Martinez before, and he said, um, we've we've played 12 games, there's a lot to like about him. I like his aggression. The first thing he did when they played Liverpool, Trafford, he's gone right through Mohamed Salah. Okay, right. Salah for the rest of the game was looking for him. I like that. There's professional sport. He did his job very early on Mo Salah. Um, for the um, for the rest of the game, he's looking over his shoulder. I just feel when you are that size, you will get caught. You will get pinned in the box. I don't think he's terribly quick. I don't think he's terribly good on the ball but he makes other play p- people play and has real aggression, which Argentinians tend to have. Now, it's that line in particular. I don't think he's terribly quick. I don't think he's terribly good on the ball, which a lot of United fans, and we're not alone in this, have taken issue with. And if you go on social media, which I'm sure you've done, mm. you'll see Suness is trending. It ain't complimentary. I'll start with you, Joe. Yeah. What do you make of those comments and why do we feel they're so wrong? Well, I it's, presume it's, you do. It's obviously very clear that 
arguably the, the last wa- game he watched of Manchester United was United against Liverpool. Yeah. Because that's the only one he's, he's referencing like an actual point where yeah. he's gone through Salah and, and after that Salah was a little bit sheepish. <laughs> Since then, he's just making up an opinion on, on Martinez that isn't there based on him clearly not watching the matches. The f- saying about him not being that quick, he's not that quick, but most centre-backs aren't that quick. Yeah. Most, most of the great centre-backs ever aren't that quick. That's not what centre-backs are meant to be. They're not wingers. They're not like, even fullbacks, there's more of an emphasis on speed. Centre-backs typically aren't that quick. And Martinez is pretty quick I, for a centre-back. Yeah, I he's think he is. He's not slow. He's not I getting think he is sw- pretty quick. Yeah, he's not getting caught for pace very often. No. And that thing about he's not very good at passing, I, I, I'll get some stats in, in a minute after Andy spoke, and we'll go through some of these these stats about um, Martinez. But just watching him without the stats, he's... His ball playing is fantastic. His center of gravity, the way he dribbles and turns out of difficult positions, is literally brilliant. Like, he's as good as anyone I've seen in the league this season, defensively and on the ball. And to say that, it's, it must just be Sunes thinking, here's what I thought about him at the start of the season because of his, his height and the talking points that were all sort of given before he joined Manchester United. And I haven't actually seen enough of him to change my opinion, despite the fact that Martinez, in the meantime, while you've been watching other games or not watching any football, has proven those points wrong now. You can't, ke- you can't go back to him and say he'll get caught out because, yes, he might get caught out occasionally because of his height, but that hasn't happened yet in, nine, uh, in, in what 15 games or whatever he's played. And he's made up for that one time in 30 that it might happen, theoretically, by being phenomenal at so many other things. Like, there's every, every, give me any centre-back ever. For, like, Rio Ferdinand. All right, he wasn't quite as sort of head into the ground, last ditch defender as, as someone like Vidic, but he more than made up for that by not letting it get to that point yeah. more often. Like any top defender ever has got a weakness or a side of their game they're not as comfortable with. But the reason they're top defenders is because they make up for it, not because they're constantly exposed by it. And we've seen enough of him now to know he isn't constantly exposed by the fact that he's five foot nine. It's just bullshit. It's, it is bullshit. Um, Andy, I'm going to give you a bit more of this quote because this is the from the morning from um, when he was on TalkShy and he said, we are talking about the Premier League. He will get found out at five foot nine. I didn't know he was five foot nine. I'm so is glad it? that someone's pointed out. I didn't yeah, know yeah, yeah, was five foot nine. I think we need to talk about that a bit more. Um, and he's playing against guys who are six foot two. Then he will get pinned. He will get out sprinted occasionally. Sorry, he will get pinned occasionally. He will get out sprinted occasionally and he will get caught. That's my take on it. I can't tell you a centre back in English football in my time of the game that's been successful being that size. Then... He went on to point out how he was right about Paul Pogba. He said, can I just come back with this? For all the Manchester United supporters, I think they are a fantastic football club. They really are. One of the biggest, most glamorous and successful that I've said it. Can I just throw this out? Who was the first person to call Pogba out as a pudding? Host Jim White said, you. Sunes said, you, I you. will. I love that. Who was the first? You. Definitely yeah. you. Out no, of everyone in the no world, one had ever it was criticized you. Him before that. Yeah. And we know that for a fact. Graham Sunes criticized Paul Pogba before anyone else. That is not up for debate, isn't it, Jay? We all know yeah. that for certain. That's there was no fact. one who said it before Graham Sunas. No. Ever. And I and love ever, that. Ever. Ever, ever. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's just going on a bit of a mad one there. Um, Andy, by the way, I know loads of you are commenting. I will get to your comments in a minute because I'm very interested to hear what you've got to say. Try and keep it as clean as possible. I know it's difficult. Andy, there's a lot to pick through there. Joe's made a great point about why 
you know, this whole sort of, oh, Martinez can't be good, he's not quick enough or whatever, he's, he's flawed. What have you made of, of Graeme Souness? And we'll get to the other commentators in a minute. And the way they've gone after Martinez and the way they seem to just attacked him from the start. Yeah, uh, sort of bullish, very bully. Skillyard bully. Never wants to promote, promise and all that. Uh, he should look at himself, really, because he's he's a he's a very poor jet. He's a very fo poor fo football pundit, and they should take stock of what's happening with his beloved football club Liverpool and have a go at Van Dyke for his state of their their debacle at the weekend. Yeah, it's, it's a great point that because you've got you know Liverpool who got beat by a Leeds side who've lost four, I think, out of the last five games. You've got United who've got another clean sheet, and I think we've got a, I can't remember the exact record, it's several clean sheets this season anyway. You know, we've, we've defensively, we're looking a lot more reliable post sort of Man City. And yet it's it's Martinez and his height and, and, and his pace and, and his on the ball. It's the on the ball thing that got me. We, you know, anyone who's watched Manchester United this season will know a lot of our f sort of best football comes from the back through Martinez. Mm -hmm. I think you were pointing out the other day on the watch along, he touches the ball more than anyone. He's at the top, or always near around the top of the stats for most touches, most passes, because he's some, he's one of those defenders who, yes, he can progress the ball, but he also receives the ball a lot. Players know they can give it to Lissandro Martinez and they'll do something with it. Um, so that just seems like a really lazy comment. It's like like La you were saying. It's lazy journalism. It's lazy. It's not even journalism. Yeah, you're right. Um, I'll get into some of the comments. Mike Mike 93 says, Suness is a clown. Always talks nonsense. They just can't stand that we are doing well and that Liverpool has started being exposed. Sam Z says, Carragher's talking out of his backside. Glad glad that Martinez is irritating the scouts and other haters. Let's just talk about this on Jamie Carragher because Jamie Carragher and this was in August, right? So don't tell me there's not an agenda here with certain pundits when it comes to Lissandro Martinez. Jamie Carragher in August, before thing, Lissandro Martinez had even kicked the ball for Manchester United. And I've just picked up a headline. It says here, Jamie Carragher rips into Lissandro Martinez. Um, and he goes on, he, he says... Um, this was after the Brentford game, I this think. Was this after, sorry. Yeah. This was, um, this was after the Brentford game. So you had the Brighton game, you had the Brentford game. Sorry, you're right. He had, he had kicked the ball for us. Um, and he says, now we should never judge managers or players too early, but I'm convinced this can't work because of the size of him playing in a back four. Maybe he could go left back, maybe he could go in a back three, but in a back four, he cannot play there in the Premier League. Um, now, obviously, against Brentford, against Brighton, we had two bad results. The Brighton game, I thought Martinez played well. I did. I was at the game and thought he played well. I mean, Matt, you don't have to be at the game to know that. But I didn't. I was remember thinking he's one of the few, him and Ericsson, that haven't embarrassed themselves today and what was a poor result. The Brentford game, obviously, everyone had a stinker. I think he got pulled out of time. A lot was made of the, the goal from Ben Mee, wasn't it? Yeah. Where Ben Mee's headed it into the goal, Martinez has fallen over. But Martinez sort of trips over someone. So that wasn't necessarily his height being an issue. Was, he fell over. You can be seven foot tall, and if you fall over, there's not much you can do. Or if you get tripped over or whatever. So that was sort of a bit misleading. And what's happened is Carragher's just looked at that and gone, right, that's it. Height is an issue. He's not good enough. Now, my, um, Carragher was wrong, and you pulled him on it, didn't you? Because when you did the overlap with Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville, mm. it was a few games after the Brentford game where Martinez had had these man-of-the-match performances against the likes of Liverpool and... Uh, was this post-Arsenal as well? I think was it was post-Arsenal. Post-Arsenal. Yeah. He'd, he'd be getting all these plaudits and just, well, you tell us, you were there, what Carragher said and what your response to it was. It was just that he was now all of a sudden like people saying how good he is and then Carragher going, well, it's too early to say whether he's been a success or not. But then obviously this is six weeks after he'd not not deemed it too early to say that he would be a failure. I, I can't <laughs> see this working. So two games in he said he's a failure. Yeah. 
And then you... And, and then, then eight games in, it's too early to say whether it'll be a failure or not. <laughs> because he's obviously not. That's the that's definition of an agenda. Yeah. You've literally changed your stance on how you judge a player. Yeah. If you'd have said, I've watched a couple of games and so far... I think he's poor. And then six games later, or whatever, four games later, you go, I've seen some more games, now he looks decent. I think the exact quote is, I'm convinced it cannot work. Yeah. I think that was the exact quote. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. And and, and just as a, just as just one start, I mean, there's go loads on, give of me some we stats, go into. baby. Um, d- d- errors per 90 on uh, Lissandra Martinez, zero. Right. Averaging zero errors Pathetic. Per Anyone who knows football <laughs> knows that, right? Seriously, zero is rubbish. Yeah. Yeah? If you've got zero, it's a bad thing. Yeah. So zero errors, Lissandro Miners should be ashamed of yourself. Disgraceful. It's, Go on. it's just, I mean, like his pass completion is in the top 15%. Uh, of, of play so obviously his passing isn't particularly shit either like uh, Sunes tried to say he doesn't get beaten in the air very often I think uh, in terms of uh, Ariel's lost he's in the top 30% for that as well like he's he's just better than average or outstanding in pretty much every you know every possible way and he talks about on the ball um this isn't just like passing. This is, uh, you know, how he dribbles, how he touches the ball. He's in the top 9% of dribbles completed for defenders. Like, he is elite on the ball. Like, statistically. And not just statistically. Yeah, you can go through stats all you want. When you watch him, he's just fucking ace. Like, he's just good. And you can see, there's no stat for how much have you made Diogo Dallo better. How much have you made? Uh, how much have you made Luke Shaw more confident? How much have you got the crowd going on? How much have you got the crowd going? That's the thing. Like, I know. He's, like, like, he's a Vidic type yeah. mentality. He gets everyone bats going. It, bats it in my fire. Off your seat. How much have you got David De Gea feeling a bit more confident? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. How much have you just you know just got the whole place buzzing? Yeah. I've not remembered. I can't recall this much positivity about a new signing after so few games for years mm-hmm. literally I know we all got excited when Ronnie signed but I mean in terms of someone you know we didn't really know coming in and having this kind of impact he's just got everyone I see, I see par- I see parallels with uh, Vidic and Evero when he came in thrown into a Manchester derby where we got beat mm-hmm. 4-1 and after that we, we just cracked on I see parallels like with the Middlesbrough game and yeah. it can only uh, sorry the Brentford game and it can only be good for United because p- everyone's talking about us and we're, we're pissing people off and that's the thing, isn't it? It's like you've got to come up with some opinion on United because we're doing well. We've, we've I think we've since the that Brentford game, the four 0 we've I think we've won twelve, drawn two, lost two, um, which is obviously pretty good. Or maybe draw, won eleven, drawn two, lost two. Either way, it's uh, two losses in the last fifteen games. One was against yeah. City. Yeah, and one, um, was, uh, one was one was against Sociedad. Um, so United are moving in the right direction and now pundits are asked about him and you've got to continue either choose to continue your agenda at the start of the season which is United are shit everything's crap the new signings are rubbish they've overpaid or you have to change that based on what's actually happening which is People like Anthony have improved Man United's front line. Lissandro Martinez has drastically uh, helped improve Man United's defensive line. Um, even people like David De Gea, who I've criticised a lot, looks a lot better with his feet, looks more confident on the ball. Maybe that's because he's not facing 20 shots a game anymore. He's facing six shots a game because of the likes of Casemiro, the structures that Ten Hag has put in, people like Lissandro Martinez. It's, it, like, it's, everyone looks better, and now you're a pundit and you've got to go, I'm 60 years old, what am I going to do? Get a new opinion on how tall centre backs have to be to be successful. It's Probably not. I'll just fade into a, a insignificance instead. It's really weird because Sunes's mo usually is like the like he he like he's the type of pundit that likes that type of player that Martinez is. Yeah. That 
passion that gets stuck in, that's fearless, that gets his teammates going, that marshals the defence, that does all the things that Sunes has criticised other players for not doing in the past. Martinez does all that, so he's sort of aiming shots at him for other reasons that mm. don't exist. He's crap on the ball. He's slow, or he's not particularly quick. Just that's not true. No. So it's really weird. Uh, we're going to get into the comments. There's loads of comments. I'm not going to ignore your super chats. We're going to get into them shortly. But first of all, you've got a message for our lovely viewers. We have. This show is sponsored by Manscaped. Uh, Q Haunted Music and Michael Myers, right? Right, okay. I Wait, can't is remember. It is, have we got Haunted Music? We've we got the Haunted Music playing? No Haunted Music. Oh, there you go. He's in there. That, yeah. Was truly pathetic. Michael Myers, like I said, he is scary, but the last thing you need is to be hairy this Halloween. Nice. It's Halloween today, Andy. I know. Yeah. Nice, isn't it? That's why Sunes is having a bad one, isn't it? It is. He's he's carved out his pumpkin, but there's no candle there anymore. I mean, the flame has died on on Graham Sunes, unfortunately. (laughs) Luckily, our friends at Manscaped have launched their fourth generation performance package to make sure your pumpkins are the ultimate, get the ultimate carving experience this Halloween. Can I say, my pumpkins are... Hello, Sheen. That is <laughs> shit. Manscaped, however, are not shit, yeah? How has Manscaped helped my confidence? Great question. Well, I can take my Knickerbocker glories off any time of the day and know that I'm not going to get scowls, stares, you know, frowns. I'm going to get smiles and I'm going to get people going, how have you done that beautiful topiary? Yes. And I'm going to say, using the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. It yeah. really is that simple. It's your multi-purpose Razor shaver, yeah, yeah, talk and it's, to, it's, it's not just it. the the lawnmower 4.0, which in itself is awesome. Yeah. You've almost got, you've also got the performance package 4.0. So you get the weed whacker, yeah. yeah so you get rid of all the nose and hair sort of stuff that goes yeah, on, yeah, especially yeah. for for uh, men of a certain age yeah. like myself. Um, you've also got the boxer briefs, yeah. yeah, you love a bit of that, don't you? You've yeah. got the crop reviver, the crop toner, the ball crop toner. So it keeps it nice and fresh, smelling nice and fresh as well. Mm-hmm. It's no good just looking good. You've yeah. got to smell good put, as well. Everyone puts deodorant on their underarms. Yeah. But then you've got your bollocks, which are, let's face it, kicking off a pong at times. Yeah. Let's finally put on a specifically created testicular yeah. toner. Yeah. yeah. yeah That's what Manscaped yeah. provides. I'm sure you Michael Myers is all dead a set now. I'm pretty, pretty sure he has. A bit, a bit whiffy and airy after the last couple of years being missing. You know what I mean? Um, you've also got as well the Shears 2.0 nail kit. Now, how can you get all this, right? You can get 20% off mm-hmm. and free shipping using the code Devils28 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping using the code Devils28 at manscaped.com. Say trick or treat, right? This is worse than anything I said before, right? So don't give me that. To your beautiful new Halloween. Your little weenie. With Manscaped. <laughs> Link in the description. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You can find a link in the description and a little bit of my soul. Uh, go and check him out, though. Well. Yeah, go and check him out. Devil's Sweat. Devil's Sweat, you know the drill. Come on. Free shipping. 20% off. What more do you want? A big thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring this podcast. Right. Before you give us more stats, well, can I go through some of the super chats and the chats? It. Because it's absolutely popping off. So forgive me if I've not done it yet. Let's get into it. James Woods. I don't know if it's the Hollywood actor stroke right-wing activist, but <laughs> Scousers having a pop at our players to take away from their woeful defenders, Trent, etc. don't think they can deal with the fact we're on the way back. Suvik Bartacharya says, don't you think they've served a purpose for the broadcaster? Their commentary and punditry, in inverted commas, caters to the specific group of people, cross-tabs, live viewers equals heterogeneous 
post-match more homogeneous. Some very... Couldn't agree more with that. Very yeah, serene. Yeah, great boy, Thoughts there. Uh, Aditya who's been a member of the Academy for 23 months, says, Leeches effing magic. This is beyond delusional. How are they paid for this sort of opinion? Who listens to this garbage covering up for LFC and Slippy G? Parky1712 has been a member of the first team for... Um, sorry, I've just lost him there. 28 months, says, The term throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks come to mind. Soon as his criticisms of Miners are being disproven with every game he plays. Alex Bailey, member of the first team for 24 months. I love the fact idiot scousers are eating their words, but I love the fact more the facts. Leecher has made Delo better and brought the best out of Shaw. Just better, ST. Mank Mike 93, they point blank refuse to admit that Trent is thinking up the joint. Salah isn't the player of last season and Andy Carroll 2.0 came in and got a red and hasn't been what they thought he had. Darwin Nunes there. Joker's a lot of him. Go on. You. Speaking of that, um, just brought up a few stats on Virgil van Dijk. Um, hey. Virgil van Dijk for the Never last him, bro. for the last yeah. uh, year, so the last 365 days. Now this is in comparison to other centre backs, right? Virgil van Dijk over the last four or five years probably considered the best centre back of this recent generation in the kind of post Ramos at his peak era. Yeah, would we agree with that? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. You know, last in the last year, van Dijk is averaging in the bottom two percent. So only 2% of, of defenders are making less tackles per game than Virgil van Dijk. Only 14% of defenders are making less interceptions per game. Only 5% of defenders are making less blocks than him. He's in the bottom 2%, uh, in the bottom 30% for clearances. Like defensively, when you look at fucking red is bad, green is good, he is awful defensively. The only thing he's doing well at is winning the ball in the air. But his tackling, his interception, his interceptions, his blocking and his clearances are all either well below average or like some of the worst in Europe yeah. for, for a centre-back. And all I'm hearing is, he was a bit slow today, Van Dijk. Where is the Van Dijk is... Well, no, all I'm hearing is, oh, he kept Sterling Island quiet. Yeah. How wonderful he is, how he's back to his best. He's been woeful all season, <laughs> apart from that City game. <laughs> He was One terrible at Old Trafford. Yeah, he, he became was. a meme, a was, Liam Gallagher meme doing all this. Jaden Sancho put one past him. He did the same thing again against Leeds <laughs> yeah. the other day, just not closing down his man. And everyone blamed Joe Gomez for that pass to back to um, Allison, which mm. was bad by Gomez. The lead striker that put the ball in the back of the net was behind Van Dyke when that ball was yeah. played. Van Dyke just fucking looked the other way. Yeah. Just ignored it. And, and and this isn't even necessarily to have a go at say how shit Van Dyke is. He's doing that himself. But it's just more of a, why are we focusing on a player who's playing for Manchester United, who is playing well, over a player that is playing for the team that they like, who is being awful? It's just double standards and it's rubbish and it's just bad punditry. It is, and I've got some more. There's, there's more to go into with some of the pundits as well and what they've said. Uh, I'll get into some of your comments as well, because coming thick and fast. Uh, Andy on 78 says, would you guys bring back Lindelof in for Maguire when he's fit? Um, I think... Ten Hag probably will. I think Lindelof is probably ahead yeah, of Thursday, definitely. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Ali was all right yesterday, but uh, still a bit ring rust. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I think Maguire might keep his place. Get involved in the comments in the chat room. Let us know what you think. Um, the Tina Tellefson to Tolka. Love that. Uh, why is Carragher and Sunes going after um, TTA Gomez? Oh, I think uh, why are they not? Uh, going after Trent Alexander-Arnold, Gomez, Van Dijk, and the rest of the Liverpool mm -hmm. player, um, and, and which is under-delivered big time. And just and just on that as well. So the the sort of the the, the most prominent United face in terms of punditry is Gary Neville. Yeah. I know that notoriously it's almost annoying that he's quite sort of 
pro every club except United. It, it can be frustrating Massively. at times. But on Trent, his angle was to be positive, saying he thinks he can be one of the best right backs ever, all this shit, which is too much and it's a bit nauseating. And, you know, I wish he was a bit more positive about United. But he chooses that positive angle, which is, for me, just a better direction to go down than this constant hate from, from Sooness and, and players like, people like that. Trent this season, again, for a defender, his tackles are in the bottom 19%. His clearances are in the bottom 7%. His blocks are in the bottom 13%. It's just awful defensively. And yet the United pundit decides to be a bit more positive and a bit more you know, friendly towards him, which, again, may be pushing it too far. But when it's the Liverpool pundit, they have to fucking slag off someone who's been really good. Yeah. Like, why can't you almost defy the odds? If you're Graham Souness, you can sit there and think... Everyone expects me to slag off United. I'll do something interesting. I'll do something surprising. Make myself actually, oh, I can never see what Sunas has said, by going the other way and, and trying to look at the positive. But they just can't. They well, can't bring themselves to do it. Not even that. Why not just be honest? Yeah, well, why? that's fine as well, yeah. yeah. Why not just watch a game of football and make an assessment on a game of football? Because I cannot believe you watch Lissandro Martinez and think he's bad on the ball. Why don't they make can't. an assessment on their current team's form and how crap they are? I think Sunes is probably thinking of that ambassadorial role he might have at the club. Uh, Santa Notch in the Super Chat, a member of the first team of 28 months, says, Talk Sport used a fan tweet to excuse why they took so long to talk about Liverpool. Sunes also said, David Gill didn't make good football decisions. Uh, Abinav Verma says, uh, Who's worse, uh, Sunes or Arsenal fans saying Arteta is better at talent ID than Eric Tanar because he would have played, he played uh, Lissandro at Zinchenko's role? Um, also, Ben Sorville. Oh, I've lost that now. Sorry, Ben. Um, basically, he was just having a dig at, um, at Jamie Carragher. Lovely stuff. Um, which, you know, is, is pretty fine. Um, Joe B1 says, ask Andy if Moise was the biggest fool in Manchester yesterday. I think he was. <laughs> for the way he set up West Ham. Didn't, didn't want to shoot, didn't want to score. And he only had a go in the last 10, 15 minutes. That was it. So he's the biggest fool. <laughs> On Halloween. Can I just say Go something? On. Speaking of Halloween, yeah. did you see someone went as you to a Halloween party? You are. Have <laughs> you got, where is that? Can we get that? Can we get that screenshot sent over? Where is it? Um, someone went as you. It's a pretty flattering uh, comparison, actually. What, do you, what, do you, what are your immediate thoughts on Can that? Can we find it? Someone Send went it to a Halloween party I want to get that. Andy Tate. A bit stalker mentality. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Myers, eat your bloody heart out. <laughs> I love it, mate. I forgot. I'm so glad you brought it up. We're going to get it on the screen in a minute. It's absolutely this guy. You know what I love about Andy, right? He's the most humble guy I've ever met. And I remember, like, we were showing you the TikToks of like these girls in America doing the Andy. Yeah, thing. yeah. The girls <laughs> in America were brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> he, he didn't even obviously know who Andy Tate was, and just became obsessed with his, um, you know, that stitch this and that. Why yeah, do yeah. I know all the words to this? It was hilarious. Um, go and check that out on our TikTok. Andy reacting to that. Uh, Rook of MJ says six 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 K subs today. Spooky. Uh, hit that like button. We've got over 3,700 or 600 people watching. Not even 400 likes. Let's get into the likes. Hit the like button. If you're not doing as well, subscribe. Now, you may think that Graeme Souness's comments on Lissandro Martinez are absolutely <laughs> terrible, and you would be right. But this isn't the first time this season he'd said something completely stupid and ridiculous. Um, you surprised me, Jay, <laughs> with your words about yeah. Graeme Souness. So... When United signed Casemiro, let me just get me, um, yeah, this is United signed Casemiro. So, this is Casemiro, who's won five Champions Leagues. Is that it? One of the great 
greatest midfielders on the planet. Pretty much established. There's not much arguing about it. He's won the lot for a reason several times. He's absolutely elite. Yeah? Mm. United fans are all buzzing when we got him. Anyone who's watched him, he's just like, he's so, so good. Just, just on that, just to hit you with some immediate stats Please on Please do that. Let's do it this way around. Honestly... Hit 20, this season in the Premier League, Go on. Casemiro. So compare this to Van Dijk, who is like bottom two percent. Bottom. Yeah, he's Casemiro shit. for midfielders yeah. is in the top three percent for tackles, right? Per per ninety, yeah. top five percent for interceptions, yeah. top four percent for blocks, top yeah. five percent for clearances, and top three percent for aerials won. Like if if Green is good. Fuck me, he's good. Look at that. There, there is defensive stats there. Oh my god, everything's popping off. There is defensive <laughs> stats. Look how green he is. Green. He's literally uh, consistently green is for, good. for the defensive metrics, arguably the best in the league. And and that's in the Premier League, not like using his La Liga stats, whatever. Unreal. So go on. What do Graham Sunes have to say about him? Right. So Casemiro is announced that he's signing for United, and this is what Graham Sunes had to say. He was playing with great players. He's not a great player. He has never been a great player. <laughs> that is absolutely insane. That's just fucking nonsense, yeah, yeah. right? I see him as a steady Eddie who will help United be more solid in midfield. Half right, he has helped United be more solid, but he's not a steady Eddie. He also, this is even better, this, it gets better. I don't think he has a great range of passing. I don't think he's gonna help other people play. I think he was lucky to be in that Real Madrid team. I, I never look forward to watching Casemiro. Benzema, definitely. The other midfielders, definitely. I never thought I'm really excited to watch Casemiro play today. This is the this is like the brain of a nine-year-old in the body of a 65-year-old, isn't it? Yeah. I, I like Benzema. He scores goals. Benzema scores goals. He's meant... Yeah. Casemiro also, scores rubbish. Talking about... What, what do you say about his passing range there and his passing? I don't think he has got a great range of passes. Right. So his progressive passes, which yeah. is which is not what he's there for. No, is he for? He's there to win the ball back and give it to people like Ericsson who can progress the ball. Is in the top 25% of all midfielders, <laughs> including attacking midfielders. His passes attempted is in the top 12%. So he gets on the ball loads, he yeah. passes it loads, and he passes it forward successfully loads. Right. It's just shit. If you watch Casemiro, just right? Just making it up. If you watch Casemiro, you can't watch him and think he's shit. No. You just can't, man. No, you watch no. him and you just think, that's a very, very good midfielder. That is an elite midfielder. Yeah. Like, this guy hasn't watched him, has just gone, all right, yeah, Real Madrid has won a load of Champions League. I think he's lucky to be yeah. in that team. I don't get excited by him. Has he ever watched La Liga? He's won Spanish titles as well. He obviously hasn't. He's probably watched the games where Real Madrid have played Liverpool and not focused on Casemiro. That'll be it. Like, even in terms of attacking, which, again... I don't mind if he's in the bottom half of things for this because this isn't what he's here for. Yeah. He's in the top 14%, uh, 24%, sorry, for shot-creating actions. So basically, he gives the ball to people and then they take shots. He's one of the best in the league at that. Like, he's well above average at that. He's it's, well above average at assists. It's just, It's just a madness, right? It is a madness. We'll get into some more in a minute. Uh, first of all, we've got the Andy Tate Halloween uh, costume. There you go. What do you I make mean, of that, Andy? That is, that is... Have we got the actual Andy Tate picture from that, where that's from? That'd be good if we get... Yeah. At least put can, it next to we, Andy Can now. we get that up so we can see? There you go, Andy. What can do you, you make of that? Go, if you Google the Andy Tate... Um, we'll get that. 
run and wow. we take famous run and we can get the the, the juxtapose it next he's to got that. the jacket he's, he's got, got the old devil's uh mic as well i know he's got he's got the app he's got the old nike jacket i had the the, the black hat bloody hand and mike really gone for it there aren't he yeah Does that you feel flattered andy yeah, yeah. or slightly stalker mentality yeah stalker mentality slightly slightly scared but does it ever, get, does it ever get a bit much andy because I've been with you loads of time and people come over to you and just say, you know, sorry to say again, it's miser. I will I've say had. this yesterday. I will say this. I met a hot dog van outside of Old Trafford. Sorry, you met a hot dog Hang on a minute. I was at a burger van getting a hot dog. You met one? Like, what is this? I was at a burger van yesterday. Cars film. And about to, hey, about, I'm about to bite. I'm about to I'm about I've got an hot dog and a bottle of water and about to take a bite out of it. And all these lads like, Andy, Andy, can we have a picture? I'm about, about to bite my hot dog and stinking. I've right. wondered, are you having a kit? Are you having a laugh? No. What did you and, do? And it, oh, I had to give him a picture. No, and yesterday, yeah, as well, when we were celebrating another clean sheet, the ground's bouncing in our section. I'm getting, I'm getting people wanting selfies. Uh, the kids wanting selfies with me it was brilliant. And some weird United fan comes up, get, takes a selfie with me, and kisses the side of my head. That's fucking scary. That I'm sorry about that. I got a bit excited. That's why I ran down 12 flights of stairs and dived over into the other section of the ground. Just to ran across the pitch to get to you. Apologies there. Uh, Aaron Agnew, who's been a member of the academy for 12 months, says, if Martinez and Casemiro sign for any other top six club, Sunes would say they are great signings. 100%. Uh, Suvic, um, this, right, we were talking about this in the ground yesterday, yeah? Suvic Batacharia, because this is before we even knew what Sunes had been saying. Sunes is a manager making decisions. Remember Ali Dia? Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So anyone who doesn't know, right, someone rang up Graham Sunes when he was manager of Southampton and said, I'm George Weyer. My cousin wants to come and uh, play for you. I want to have a trial with you. Um, he's mint, right? So, George Graham, uh, so Graham Sunes says, sorry, someone rang up Graham Sunes, right, saying they're George Weyer. Graham Sunes says, right, let, you know, get your cousin down here. We'll give him a go. He comes down, according to Matt Lassizier, he comes down, he has a training session with him, isn't very good. Mm -hmm. They have a game two days later, he's yep. on the bench, right? He's on the bench. Matt Lassizier, I think, gets an injury. Ali Dia comes on. Plays 53 minutes. 53 minutes, gets subbed off. The sub who comes on gets subbed off because he's shocking. He's nowhere near Premier League standard, right? Because he wasn't George mm -hmm. Wade's cousin. And even if, that, if he was, what does that mean? He was a non-league footballer from England who just blagged his way into playing in the Premier League. That's the kind of guy we're dealing with, Graeme Sunez. <laughs> Conned to giving someone a Premier League debut who wasn't even football league standard because they pretended to be the cousin of George Weyer. Mm. Um, I remember Let's that. have a look at this Andy Tate comparison. Let's bring up the, the actual... It's not bad, that. It's not bad. He's, done, he's, he's got all, every base covered there, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You've not aged, have you? When was that? I was eight years ago, wasn't it? Nine yeah, years ago. Yeah, 2014. Yeah. So you, you've done well there. It's working well. for you. Um, um, just on that, go on. Sunes, Sunes denies that he was tricked by that, by the way. What, he, he knew he wasn't, and he knew he was yeah, crap and played him anyway. That's even more went, disconcerting. It's one of those stories that's got arms and legs. He said, we had no dosh at the time, and we had players in most... Uh, sorry, and we had players in most weeks to train. So this guy turned up. Someone on the phone said that he was related to George Weah, and he turns up for training. Now I've got serious football people with me, and within the first five minutes, we knew he was a dumpling. We knew he was not good enough. We let him stay till the end of the week, but as the week went on, we had injury after injury after injury. 
And then we get to Thursday or Friday, Terry Cooper said to me, you know you're going to have to involve that fall in the squad on, on Saturday. He said, no, we can't do that. I'm telling you, we've got nothing. We've got no full-backs, no centre-halves. You've got no strikers at all. So they registered him, from, registered him for a month. So apparently he did know he was just embarrassingly awful and still played him anyway. Right. That's like, such shit. That is bullshit. For starters, <laughs> you can say a lot of things about Southampton, <laughs> but historically, and even now, they've always had a good youth policy, a yeah. good academy. The likes of, I think, Shearer and Sim Flowers and players like, you know, um, who's the other kid? It's Theo Walcott. Mm. Um, um, Luke Shaw. Oh, Luke Shaw, Alex Oakley-Chamberlain. Gareth Bale. Yeah, they produce good youngsters. Mm. They have a good youth policy, and they've always had that since the dawn of the Premier League and beyond that. So the idea that you couldn't have got one of your young players and gone, listen, we're short, you're sitting on the bench, you might not get a run yeah. out, but you're making up the numbers. Is a nonsense. Especially someone that isn't, maybe hasn't tricked you into yeah. being there in the oh, first place. Oh, our only option is to play this kid who's obviously a shit scam, at football. A, literally a, a con scam. artist. I know he's a con artist, <laughs> but we've got no one. I may as well put myself on the bench. Yeah, how, I, do, I do remember how that. How many I really injuries do. do you have to have to literally play someone that's rang you up and gone, I'm George Ware's cousin, can I have a game? That's, well, we've got a few injuries, come on. That's what? Like, that's that's like, not a thing. That's like, you know, when you get these scam artists to try and burgle your house or whatever, letting yeah. them in your house, letting them rob your house and then going, I knew he was going to do that. Yeah. I knew he was a scam artist. Yeah, I anyway. I just thought he'd probably yeah. do with a mother. Like, I want to go for a minimalist. Yeah, I'm, I need to replace my sofa anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> the joke's on him. Just talking shit, hence the thumbnail. Uh, Jack Lynn says, Sooness and Carragher, I really can't stand them both. They are afraid of United because for once we have a manager who knows what he wants. And to be fair, Mr. Tate, at least you are receiving some lo love. Uh, Michael Dyson, um, who's been a member of the Academy for 10 months, says, should resign. David Beckham to use him as an imp oh, resign, sorry, to use him as an impact sub free kicks. Plus, all the players should wear his perfume to smell nice for the opposition. <laughs> Daniel Kirk says thoughts on Marcus saying he's in a better headspace. Love seeing him with that beautiful smile again. Great to see Marcus scoring goals. Great team getting heading goals. Great team feeling better. Happy birthday to Marcus Rashford. 25 yeah. today. Happy birthday. 100 United goals. I think there's only 21 players or something who've yeah. ever done that for the club. He's and the 22nd. He's the 22nd, sorry. Yeah. So he's 22nd player to do that. Doing it at the age of 25. Fantastic, you know, like Manchester, Marcus is red. Uh, Wally of the Week time. Andy, who is your Wally of the Week? Uh, well, I think Graham Souness in a nutshell. He's made my decision for me, and he's an absolute fool. This whole episode fool. has basically been a... 40-minute Wally of the Week, hasn't it? So, in a way, I, I, yeah. I agree with Andy. I'm going to go with... I don't know if... I don't really know who to pin it on. Right. But whoever is letting Lionel Messi potentially join into Miami... Yeah. ..from Lionel Messi's side... Yeah. ..has to be an absolute Wally. Yeah. He might be playing alongside Harvey Neville next season. Yeah. The greatest <laughs> player of all time, playing alongside Lionel Messi. Hell of a kid, Milan. That is mad if he goes there, isn't it? That surely cannot happen. Have you seen this, David Ornstein, today? No, that worries me because it's come from Ornstein. David reliable. Ornstein saying, Inter Milan increasingly confident of signing Lionel Messi. Not fully agreed, but uh, Inter Miami now expect the 35-year-old to join and hope it gets done in the coming months. Talks will resume after the World Cup 2022. Who's bankrolling that? David Beckham? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't even know, and I don't even know who my wallet of the week is, but it's just whoever is letting that happen is insane. But anyway, yeah, he might be going there. Fair enough. Um, right, so you've gone with that. Who's you've yours? gone with uh, someone in the Norfolk and good in the chat says, get political, Jay. Listen, I could go lay into the Tories like I normally do because let's face facts, it's an utter shambles. But I... Simon Le Bon. Simon Le Bon. 
That's your wallet, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Jerome, Jerome. Their, their latest album was terrible. Uh, no, do you know what? I'm sorry. I'm actually not going to get political. I'm just going to go over the obvious. And it's just all these ex-Scouse pundits as a collective mm. who just are paid a lot of money, right, to give honest opinions. Now, opinions that, listen, you can disagree with them. You can go, I don't agree with that, I don't agree with that. But when you know players aren't even or ex-players, aren't even watching the games, and they're just talking, saying things that don't make any sense, like Casemiro isn't any good. Lissandro Martin is terrible on the ball. It's just, it's just poor, man. It's just not good enough. And I think, especially when you see it on the likes of Sky and stuff, where you're paying a subscription, you think you've not done your own work. You've not watched the games. You're just coming on here and just saying the first thing that comes into your head that you think is going to be popular amongst the fan base from your old club. It's just not good enough. So that's going to be my wallet of the week. Uh, Joe, where can people find you? Uh, check out the Sloppy Joe's podcast. We had Stephen Tries on this week. Uh, so make sure you go and check out the Sloppy Joe's podcast. Andy, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram, Andy Tate. You'll find me on there. Just Google it. Um, just before we go, oh yeah, sorry, uh, Andy. Have a single on Andy. Andy, give a, give a message, to Graham Sunas. Do you uh, you had a waste of time? You had a feel good night, or whatever it was. For Graham Sunas on this happy Halloween night, you are nothing. You are a fool, and you are a waste of time. As Michael Myers would say, <laughs> good night. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.